Hey everybody, my name is Alex, and you're listening to Lunchbox Radio, Sunday edition. Thanks to everybody who's been listening to my podcast lately. I'm sorry about the last episode on um, Golden Comedy. It, I don't know what happened there. I will um, take steps to make sure that it doesn't happen in the future, but I, it's, it's odd, but listenable, and generally when that happens, I kind of know that you're not going to get anything else, like, anything much better out of that file, so, um, sorry about that, I might try and, you know, speak about that show more in the future, so I will make sure that in the future that whatever episode I do on it is clearer, because I, I think you guys, I think you guys like to live, listen to a not fucked up audio file, so, um, sorry about that again, but this, on um, this Sunday edition, I wanted to talk about how and why I produced this podcast and how and why I came to want to talk about anime on the internet, because I, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm very different than many of the other review, than many of the other anime podcasts out there. I've got a I think that contributes probably to my smaller audience because I'm not gravitating towards the, the the traditional way of doing things and the traditional like I am not gra- gravitating towards the traditional way of doing things. B my two outlets are relatively small, a a podcast and B a um a some pan um I do panel, I usually, with the exception of 2020, because 2020 sucks, and getting a lot of people in a room together and projectiles and projectile speaking and speech projecting over all of them is not a great look in 2020. Thank you, coronavirus. So usually I do um, panels in New York City. Um, anime panels in New York City at a, um, at a, at a like, decent-sized, mid-sized anime convention called Liberty City Anime, and really what, the reason why I wanted to do this is because I've probably talked about it in past episodes, just like I've talked around it kind of thing, but I started thinking about it, and I started thinking, I don't think I've ever really you know, taking you guys through my thought process of how and why I do this. And if I have, I can always use updating. Um, so the other thing is that whereas many anime personalities on the internet do all kinds of things, there are people who write for Anime News Network, people who write for magazines, we, like bi-weekly magazines like Otaku USA. There are people who are animators or all kinds of things. And... I, and then of course there are YouTubers. YouTubers is a huge thing. And oftentimes podcasts, at least in the anime space, are in addition to something else. And it's not just their one thing. So the reason why I don't do a whole lot of that stuff, although I have um, written about anime professionally, (laughs) if you can call it that, um, on Medium. And when I say professionally on Medium, I mean actually professionally on Medium. I wrote um, 
written about three articles on Medium, and my second one, the one which is all about um, anime and Hollywood award shows and why anime can't seem to crack that crack into that party was actually picked up by medium like medium the the company reached out to me was like hey we want to sell access to this thing you might be able to get some money what do you say and like i got a good breakfast out of that thing like not not a lot of money but enough money for a good ass breakfast in new jersey so like not nothing um but the long and short of it is, is that I, the way I can get my thoughts out best is by talking. Only when I start to think about, like, the eyes on me, it starts to, like, start to freeze up a little bit. And also, I don't know if you noticed, but I, I don't have a great thought process. And actually, I need to edit the um, other podcast I do with my friend Lauren Larry, Uncanny Curves, all about the X-Men. But in that, I go through and I take out, like, big ums and uhs and buts. And, like, I I do the audio production thing, the thing that you do when you produce audio for the internet. You go through and you edit out, you edit everything to make people, to make people's delivery sound sound more what you imagine to be normal but isn't normal in reality when people talk at long at long length unless they're extremely ta- unless they're extremely talented and extremely like versed in public speaking there's a lot of pauses there's a lot of like stopping to think that's why you hear like long sections of silence in my podcast like I'm I've got the thought in there. I just want to make sure I say it correctly. And sometimes I still don't. Um, so that, and one of the reasons why I don't edit my own personal podcast is because I want you to get a feeling for me and my real thought process around anime, because I, this going to sound conceited. I realize that I'm a wholly unique person to most people. I am a biracial, disabled, two-time childhood cancer survivor who was raised by a single parent. And that, what that translates to is, and that's definitely one of the reasons I gravitated towards anime, is not, not a huge sense of belonging for me. In in a natural way, the way that most people can feel just kind of like part of the universe, I part of the world. Sometimes that just escapes me. And I, in in a very real sense, things like um, the aspect of Naruto, where he is completely shunned. In the early in the early parts of Naruto of the original Naruto series, are very real for are very real for me. They they're it's a that's a feeling I have felt very deeply at times, especially as a kid, and 
I start not because of, and this is what this is gonna get political. Just a warning. I didn't start doing it because of Donald Trump, but I definitely continued doing it strongly because of him. Um, I started when I started thinking about. I had done a anime podcast for a bunch of years. I don't. I couldn't say how many. Um, this one had been going for about five. I had one before this that went for at least another five, and then an iteration before that that went for um, another, like, uh, I want to say two or three years. And so that's just over a decade of just podcasting, of just doing podcast shit on the internet. And one of my one of the things I really wanted to do because I want I've wanted the like I thought I could pull off the things that like YouTubers were doing and shit um, was I wanted to do some kind of I wanted something more public more upfront and that's how doing panel the anime con at um, Liberty City um, came about I. I intentionally aimed for a con- for a convention that I thought I could get into. Um, I've since aimed for other conventions that I haven't that I haven't been accepted to speak at, and I don't think I never think that's a particular. Um, what's the best word? A particular reflection on me. I think that's a reflection on the size of the con and the size of the people who they. And like people who know who know that con, people have been, you know, for lack of a better term, performing or speaking at that con at those cons for long enough. I um I applied to in two thousand nine I applied to um do my panels at the two thousand nineteen anime NYC, for example. I didn't get to do panels there, but I did go to that con and I, you know, I sat I, you know, asked questions of the head publisher of Anime News Network. I sat in with the, and watched the, um, what's it called? The, the, the Pokemon voice actors talk about their work. And that's on a whole nother level from the kind of like, from Liberty City Anime. If you've been to both, you'd know what I'm talking about. Um... If you're not from the New York City area, sorry. Um, but the long and short of it is that I wanted to talk about is I want is that I wanted to aim to do a panel that only I could do. Not that necessarily that only I could do, but that like I saw myself of having a capacity to do better than most people would do it. And that's how that's what led me to the um full metal and beyond an exploration of disability anime because I am physically disabled and I and I can speak to things immediately and directly and like not make the kind of pitfalls or kind of like analytical cold presentation of things that many people would make in that scenario if they were just um 
if they were if they were just doing it from a research standpoint and they didn't really understand what it feel what that stuff feels like. So um I'm gonna give a panel shout out that happens there every year and hilariously almost every year is scheduled right before me and it's it's really funny because I've gotten this panel multiple times because it's been in my panel room and I sit there and I like stare at it and I was like, oh this got better this year again. Thanks. Cool. Um, I don't think I got to it in 2019 because I, I think it was it was it was scheduled opposite of one of my other two panels, um, and I and that panel was um, the big the big applesauce, and it's a escalation of depictions of New York City and anime, and it's. The first time I went to it, it was kind of shaky and kind of, like, it was fun, but it wasn't, it wasn't, like, it didn't feel expansive enough. And the second time I went to it, it's like, the second year I went to it, it was, like, it, it had gotten cuter, it had gotten more fun, it had gotten more research, it had gotten more felt. And that was a great, it, it was great to see that panelist move that forward in a real way. And... It also made me realize that what I was doing, the way I was doing it, the way the way I was talking about anime, and the way I was, and the things I was talking about in it were gave me a distinct advantage because I was using something I have that nobody else had. And if you have ever thought about jumping into this or adding your voice to something. Focus on what you can, on what you can bring, is what I would say. Because it's anybody can, make, pretty much anybody can make a hype beast style like um, Gonzo style, like anime YouTube thing. It's that all that takes is time. Is, is time and or money. If you don't have money, you need more time. If you don't have time, you need more money kind of thing. But if you do it right and you focus on what about you is something that you you think isn't out in the world, then you will then you'll be able to then you'll be able to get more, you'll be able to get farther than you probably expect. And so, like, I've been doing, the, I my first year of doing panels, I did one panel, which was, which was, they put me in, they put me in the biggest fucking room. They put me in the biggest room. They just put me in the biggest room. And part of that was because it was when um, Vic Manana was still was still only secretly a shitbag, was still only like, oh, that guy's fucking creepy. Don't get too close to him. If you if you were like above fifteen in the anim- in like anime fandom and you saw him, you're like, oh, I've heard some, I've heard some Bill Cosby stories about him. Let's not let's not get too close. I like shows he's in, but let's not get too close. This is weird. And then later on, he became like full-on fucking supervillain Vic Mignogna. It was very weird. It was like, oh, everybody finally caught up to this shit bag. Cool. 
but so they put me in the biggest room because I had full metal in my panel name, which meant they thought people would definitely show up and people definitely did. I filled, filled an unnerving amount of that room. Like it was two thirds full, <laughs> two thirds full in a way where like at fully half of the previous panel, which was, um, bad, which was sorry, kids, bad, stray dogs, fan content, like role-playing fan content. It was, it was not good. I sat in on some of it. It was not good. Um, but that a, my projector didn't work. So that was fun. Um, but the fully half of the, um, panel before me was literally camping out from my panel. <laughs> it felt so bad. Like, bad way, I'm like, I should really tell people to clear the fucking room first. Um, but I'll take what I can get, especially my first year. And I did that, and it went really well. I, um, there was a girl who was, who was there with her friend for a reason you'll find out in a second, who was blind who had two false eyes because she was blind to the back and she, and she came and she and her friend came like, I think her friend came up to me. So like my friend would like to speak to you. I wish I remember this young woman's name. And she was so kind and so nice and so appreciative that I, so appreciative a that I didn't, that I was doing this panel, and B, I have a, an opening section of my panel where I say, like, these are things I'm just not going to talk about because either they're landmines, like, um, like the mentally disabled or the mentally handicapped, or they are just fucking just four kinds of blind people in media. <laughs> and I literally, like, walked people through the four kinds, and she, she was like, you're, you're fucking not wrong about that. Those are the four kinds of cool blind people in the media. <laughs> this is the worst. I hate it so much. I'm like, yeah, right? Um, and, and I say, like, within the blind, in the section about the blind, like, with, with rare exception, these are, the, these are the kinds. Like, these are the kinds. It's not fucking worth it for me to be like, oh, you're so cool, and then you're like, but isn't he like Daredevil? So I do that. And then every subsequent year after that, I have met somebody with some kind of disability that I've been able to offer some kind of help to, and it, like, genuinely one of the most fulfilling things in my life is doing that panel. Second year, I did a clickbait panel because I wanted to put butts in seats, and I did that, and that's the, um, if you've ever been to My Mommy and Daddy Hate You, an exploration of bad parenting in anime, um, but that's just straight up a listicle of, like, here are bad moms and dads, and here's the shit they do to their kids, um, and that's just a fun time, that is literally me, me running an exercise in controlled insanity in controlled chaos. It is amazing. Um third year I did I've been adding I've I, my plan is to add panels every year until I get to four or five. I'm almost there. On um, my third year I did um an extension of my disability panel which uh, about 
a panel. Welcome, welcome to the your deep dark cyberpunk future. Um, all about cyberpunk and anime, and that's a cool, fun, weird thing. Um, and it, it's it's it, an expansion of my of the like prosthetic section of my um disate on my um disability panel, which is a cool ass thing. Um and then next year I wanna do something on world building. I haven't started it yet because we're still in twenty twenty, yo. But um yeah, so that's been what I've been doing with panels and then I also continue to do the podcast, and my panels were kind of a way to stealth ad- get me listeners to my podcast, and that had largely worked, actually, hilariously. But that's a different feel than that's a different feel than um, than um, doing things with. Um, What's it called? That's a different feel than doing things with, like, YouTube. Because YouTube, you have... The more work something is, the more work to produce something is, the less kind people are innately. So if you do a YouTube video and... You, you you can have really good production value, you can really good all this stuff, but the bottom line is you sat in a chair and you talked about cartoons on the internet. Anybody can do that. Just anybody can do that. There's, there's no real barrier there. If you get up out of your chair and you go and you go into New York City, even if you live close like I do, um, and you go into the city and you know you get a hotel room and you've like talk for three days about anime that's a big time expenditure and it's a big money expenditure although they the con usually pays for my ticket to the con so that's fun um because i'm doing content for like somewhere in the neighborhood of four to five hours um (laughs) But when you make that effort and you're the, you have chosen to be the one standing on the stage delivering, people look at that and they're like, oh, shit, I really, I really couldn't fucking imagine doing that. This guy's way braver than I am. Spoiler alert, I only kind of am. Um, <laughs> I should just thank him. Even if I don't like what he did, I shouldn't heckle him if I don't like it I should just get up and leave that's the polite thing to do leave quietly and the rest of it is the rest of people are like thank you so much for doing this and that feel that also feels really good um but especially when the entire audience applauds when you say it was my first time and my projector broken and they're like oh yeah just just do the keeper and so like I, but the real reason that I do this is because I had something to say about the media that I was watching. Because 
I think there's a tendency not to... I think there's a tendency of acceptance of the kinds of things that people watch. And I talked about this when I was talking about... Um, when I was talking when I, on my Sunday episode, when I talked about um, cuties and about like anime being a place where it was acceptable to be like under the age of eighteen and have thoughts about sexuality and thoughts about sexuality in yourself and thoughts about and see, see yourself as a like sexually capable person and. It, it 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 strikes me because it strikes me that that's possible in anime because you don't have the same you certainly you, anime has become significantly more mainstream than when I started getting into it but even now it because the stuff has always the the content has always been the content no matter who's talking about it um there's just the acceptance of it. if you're going to talk about anime, you need to understand fan service is a thing. It's a it is a trope of the medium at at, at the medium level, not at, not even at the genre level, at the medium level, and it so people just accept it. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't that like you shouldn't think about stuff intensely critically and you and also and this is really important you should think about one of the things about anime that and i talk about this in my um in my um in the medium article about um anime and award shows is even based on the fact that i can have an anime podcast with listenership says that People treat anime as a genre, and I've covered tons of different genres of anime on this podcast, but all in the same medium. If people treated anime as a medium of storytelling as opposed to a genre of television, which is often what it's treated as, just because marketing is a thing, then you would... People would start. People would start to have more distinct thoughts about different shows and representation, and think through and think through things in the way that I did when I did my um, panel on disability, or when I do these Sunday shows on very specific things, like when I did the Sunday show on black and anime. That is that is a way of thinking that is usually reserved for, that oftentimes reserved for um, live-action stuff. I mean, sure, there are people talking about anime on the internet who totally have done things on on being black in anime. But generally speaking, it's still fairly hard for everyone to do that stuff. And... I found that I had a bunch of angles into um, a, bit, a bunch of personal um, entrances into the way I could talk about anime 
and that I could talk about anime with some amount of authority. And that's really why I started doing a podcast. The other thing is, and I can't stress this enough, I know I've talked about this a bunch of times, if you're going to talk about anime on the internet, just because of the breadth of stuff out there, it would probably be a good idea to... um, to have a to have a significant amount of watch time <laughs> to just have watched a lot of shit because there are plenty of people who talk about Naruto or and when, and also watch a big diversity of stuff there are plenty of people who talk about Naruto or Dragon Ball Z or what would happen blah 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 blah, blah. but if you watch those videos there's this there's a very they feel very narrow because they are very narrow because they aren't. They just did not enough. They haven't seen enough. If you listen to my conversation, I had about um, Boruto versus somebody who's their big thing is Naruto. The only, you'll probably hear a lot of differences because I'm pulling from a lot of different places. They're pulling from Naruto and then Boruto. And probably a bunch of other shonen series that all kind of take from each other constantly. And it it's a definite it's an odd way it, it's an odd way to experience a medium only through one genre in that medium. It's a very narrow view of it, so to speak. And then also there are but there used to only be one, but now there's a bunch. Now there's a couple. Um, if you want to do a podcast, I use Anchor. Um, you probably heard the Anchor ad up until recently on this podcast. Um, that's a great platform. You can also use Podbean. I think that's what it's called. And I know there's at least there's also Spoon. You're supposed to be able to do a thing with Spoon. With an audio with another audio platform, kind of like an early version of Anchor, actually. Um, so there's all kind and like, you, if you want a recommendation, I would say do what I did. Don't spend a huge amount on audio equipment, just starting off, because until you have some way to guarantee that, like you have some amount of success, don't don't dump money into something because unless you really, 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 really want to, because it, you could fall off in, you know, a couple weeks. And I, I that's happened to me with tons of stuff. And I always feel better about it when I've spent a minimum amount of money as opposed to a maximum. Um but yeah, so that's that's really that's really that's really the ball game. So I, I hope you guys like this episode. Um, if you like this episode and you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so in whatever you're using to listen to me right now. Um, and if you if you like it enough, you can also recommend it to your friends. Say, hey, this this weird guy talks about anime on the internet. You should listen to him. Um, he seems 
he seems he seems like dumb smart <laughs> um but until next Thursday my name is Alex you've been listening to Lunchbox Radio Sunday edition and I'll talk to you on Thursday. Thank you.